and welcome to the Everything series, where the possibilities are endless. Every month, a host produces a new episode for your listening enjoyment. So kick back, relax, and get ready for everything. couple questions about um, cyberbullying. Can I ask you some questions about some Twitter stuff that's been happening? Do you think I could ask you a couple questions? Hey, do you think uh, I could ask you a couple questions? Could I ask you a couple questions? Could I ask you guys some questions? Is it okay if we ask you some questions? Could you guys a- answer a couple questions? Can we ask you a couple questions about <laughs> Twitter? Yeah. So you have a Twitter account, yeah? Yes. And uh, have you seen these? classes as a, as a teacher yeah um, not overtly I don't think I, I don't hear maybe there there have been cases where I've heard uh, you know someone said something and then they would come to me afterwards someone wrote a note or passed it uh, in passing never overtly because I don't allow I don't allow people to if it gets to that point where someone makes a point someone's going to attack them personally I, I shut that off pretty quick have you uh, seen uh, bullying in your classes? Uh, yeah, off and on. Not often, but once in a while. Usually kids, you know, they don't do it right in front of a teacher, but once in a while I will see it. So have you experienced any uh, bullying uh, in your classrooms? Like, have you witnessed students bullying each other? Hey, Hopper. Um, to be honest, the, the teasing that I see that goes on in the rooms is generally on sort of the whole friendly level where kids sort of rag on each other because they know each other and they're friends and they're just giving each other a hard time. Um, in my perception, I guess, a lot of the more serious bullying happens in a much more subtle way. So recently on uh, Twitter, um, someone created a, uh, Twitter has this function where it allows you to make like a a poll. So you can say like, what should I do tonight? Should I do this or should I do this? And then your friends vote and then you get your results after a certain amount of time. So uh, this student here made an account completely devoted uh, to making polls uh, it started as funny, but apparently it got to the point where he was putting people down. And he got caught and he was suspended, but now people made new ones and other hate accounts. So maybe there's eight or nine Benicia High School hate accounts right now. Mm-hmm. So have you seen, have you actually seen the, the, the page with your, with your own eyes? No. 
I took some screenshots a while back when one of my friends was in the polls, and I thought that was disgusting, but here, let me show you. It's, um, it's really crazy. There's like eight or nine of them in these. Here we are. So there's an example of one. There are many, many other polls like that. Yeah, this is similar to the... Yeah, I've seen these. If you scroll up, you can Oh, wow, yeah. yeah. This is mean-spirited. Wow. Yeah. Oh, great. Ooh. Interesting. A lot of people on Twitter were against it. They're disgusting. They're hecka messed up. It's childish. I don't support them. Stupid. But still, each poll got... Uh, some got 100 or more... Uh, Votes. Right. So, wh why do you think people would uh, be so dead against something and yet support it at the same time? Like I said, it's a lot easier to behave badly when you don't have to take responsibility for it. So you may be asking, what the hell happened with all of that? Well, to lay it out plain and simple, someone made a Benicia Poles account, bullied others, was caught, and punished. After being caught, several copycats made other Benicia High School hate accounts. At one point, there were eight or nine of them in total. Once it was brought to our attention, we decided to take a deeper look and see what some of the other students thought about it. Hey, Chloe, you think I could ask you a couple questions about uh, some Twitter stuff? Sure. So, do you know about um, the Benicia Polls account? Yes. Uh, so, what are your opinions towards all the hate counts recently? Um, I think they're disgusting and they're made by people who can't deal with the fact that they're too rude of a person to actually make friends and they should focus on making other people happy instead of bringing them down to their level. Why are you wasting time being negative? It's, it takes a lot more energy to be negative than it is to be positive. And why aren't we spreading positivity around the school? School, school is hard enough without being bullied and picked on and it's just ridiculous and I'm mad. As long as I'm not on them, it doesn't bother me too much, but I don't support them. I don't know, I think some of them are offensive, but like, a lot of them were stupid. Like the first one, it was just people that couldn't take a joke, and it was like, I don't know, they were doing their friends, so mm -hmm. people just took it the wrong way. But like the, I don't, I didn't really see any of them, to be honest. Um, I think it started off, like, some of the polls were like funny, mm -hmm. but then it got like really mean. And then people were like really overreacting, but then it was mean. Offended. They're they're rude. Like that, you don't need to do that. So have you seen these uh this Benicia Polls account and all the hates accounts that have been going yes, around? Yes, all eight of them. I own one. <laughs> you own one? Which yeah. one do you own? That's Devin, by the way. That's not me. That's not me. Wait, do you, do you own one? I can't tell you. Wait, which one do you own? I can't tell you. What what? Wait, wait, why? Why what would inspire you? Okay. What are your opinions on these accounts? Some are pretty funny, but overall they're pretty hurtful. They are. What? That guy. Does he really own one? After a day of tooling around asking other students what they thought, we decided to step into Miss Hopper's room. I asked her some questions and showed her some polls, and needless to say, she didn't like what she saw. In my perception, I guess, a lot of the more serious bullying happens in a much more subtle way. Um, it's 
not so much that the big kid's going to start calling the other kid names right out in the open. Mm-hmm. Um, they do it sort of on the sly, and it's not quite as hmm. upfront. It's a lot easier to talk about someone horribly online mm-hmm. than it is to say it in person, because when you voice it out loud, you've officially put it into the universe and you've made it real. So I think that a lot of people resort to digital versions Hmm. of communication in that regard because it's a lot easier to pretend like you're not actually doing it. The anonymity that online provides you is the ultimate save face for your generation. The fact that you can get away with saying these mean and hurtful things without having to be held responsible means that more people are willing to do it. So what kind of action do you think should be taken against these kinds of accounts? Um, it is a form of harassment, and I think it's incredibly inappropriate. And what you want to talk about within your own private personal group of friends is very different from what you put out there in the world to show everyone. I think that it should be taken very seriously. I think the people who do those sorts of things should have to face relatively harsh consequences because nobody likes to be the butt of a joke. Nobody likes to be called off to the carpet. Nobody likes to be made fun of for their culture or their race or their looks. And the fact that we resort to putting other people down to make ourselves feel better is a really horrible thing. And unfortunately, it's something that you and your age group have to learn sometimes the hard way. Um, So I think that the lesson should be dished out in a rather harsh manner because it's, that's permanent. Like that's out there on the internet forever. Now, we might not see it, and it might get taken down and deleted, but it's there. And you permanently offended that person forever. And I don't think that's understood by a lot of people. And I think it's very, very serious and should be taken very seriously. Next, we walked into Mr. Calderon's room. He had a lot to say on the topic, and he definitely added a new perspective that I think you will find just as interesting as I did. So what is your response when somebody uh, attacks another student? Um, Certainly it's unwarranted, and if if it needs to be, I'll take them outside and do it. Otherwise, I'll stop it right then and there and just basically say, it's no need for that, it's not necessary. There's no reason for that, there's no reason for you to say that, and it's not acceptable. But if, if it's... You know, if someone's trying to be funny and subtle, I'll, in the class, and say they're working and I have time, I'll take that person outside and, and have a little personal talk with them. Okay. And usually use the old John Locke, right? So uh, would you consider cyberbullying just as bad or worse than uh, uh, bullying in person? Oh, I, you know, I, again, I grew up in a different era, so bullying's bullying. Um... I think it's, I think it's cowardly to begin with, but the fact that someone uses a computer, uh, or a chat room, mm-hmm. or a text message makes it even more cowardly. Um, it's it's still bullying. It's unfortunate. I mean, I, I faced it when I was a kid, 
but it was you know we didn't have the same forms of mediums that we do now but um, yeah I think it's, it's, it's the ultimate cowardice right there so recently on uh, Twitter um, someone created a uh, Twitter has this function where it allows you to make like a a poll so you can say like what should I do tonight mm. should I do this or should I do this and then your friends vote and then you get your results right. after a certain amount of time so uh, this student here made an account completely devoted uh, to making polls uh, it started as funny but apparently it got to the point where he was putting people down mm. and he got caught and he was suspended but now people made new ones and other hate accounts so maybe there's eight or nine Benicia High School hate accounts right now mm-hmm. so have you ever seen uh, cyberbullying um, I've never seen I personally if you ask me if I've seen, no I don't well I thought I could show you um, sure. the current polls account okay so some of it is pretty innocent but others are not as innocent so if you scroll up then you, you could see more I don't know some of these, but oh, I see, I see. What you're... Okay, wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know some of the people like Peyton Courtney. Is that he's a that's a sophomore. Oh, okay. they're all students here. But oh, okay. Yeah. I I thought I don't know if it was the stars. I don't know who these people are. So they range <laughs> from like uh, they range from like uh who is the like who has the bigger nose or who is more of a slut or who is the meaner uh, sister or blah 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 and uh, people aren't happy about it but although it has a lot of there's a lot of people on Twitter going like this is terrible but each vote each poll gets a hundred right uh, some have a hundred or more votes votes yeah followers wow so do you think the same uh, when you were growing up if there was a medium such as this do you think the response would have been the same Oh, I think there would have been. I think there would have been people who uh, would have done that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I I was in class with a lot of them, and and, and there were um, there were the same comments, but again, they were we didn't have that same medium, but the comments were the same for oh, there's so and so, oh, she's ugly, she's a skank. Um, that was a big word, you know, she's a skank. Um, you know, and it. I, and to be honest with you, I, I hung around with a different. I knew everybody, and I hung around with different. So I didn't really engage in a lot of that. It just didn't. Uh, it happened to me when I was a seventh grader, ninth grader. You know, I was had a shaved, kind of a shaved. My fat father was military, mm-hmm. and I remember uh, one guy was like, "Hey, hey, Baldy, come here." That was my name, and at the time I didn't think. You know, I was kind of like, eh. And I had an outlet, though, because I could play. I remember knocking out a ninth grader in a game of Speedaway. And after that, that's how, you know, because I was aggressive. Hey, what's your name? I'm Calderon. Hey, Calderon, you're with me. Um, but I had that outlet. A lot of kids don't have that outlet. So you think it's helpful to have, like, a, an outlet, like a sport or some other activity to channel your emotions? Uh, certainly, or at least to have, we didn't have, we, you know, back in those days, we didn't have a lot of people we talked to our feelings about. Mm-hmm. In all honesty, we didn't have. I just find it interesting that um, you know, with what's going on with the social media, and and it's it's not that it was less prevalent in our day; it just wasn't as widespread. I mean, it wasn't as 
as well announced because if you said something about someone at school, three or four people heard it and they might say something to somebody somebody else. Sorry, that's my oh, ringtone. I thought someone knocked on my... Uh, <laughs> uh, I thought I was being censored. And, uh, but you're right. I mean, with the widespread, this kind of, these kinds of polls and this, the, these kinds of programs where you know, people are engaged in this, now someone as far away from you know, Canada, or, I mean, if someone gets involved in that, can, I, I don't know. I just, it happened. Um, I always tried not to do it because I knew what it felt like to me. And there were times I cut loose on people, but for other reasons, more like during a game or, you know, uh, but never, never behind. Like, I, I, I just told him right to his face what he was. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, if you got in a fight, you duked it out or whatever the case may be. Um, but we didn't have a lot of people to talk to. And we just kind of, it was weird. We just sucked it up. Um, you know, and we had, there were people who did that. There were people who said things. I had high school, I had guys that would just, you just tell them, shut up. Just shut up. And it takes some people, I think, to stand up and say, shut up. The flip side of that is it happens, you know, my daughter's in school and something happened the other day. And I said, sweetheart, you know who you are. You can't dictate how other people you know who you are. You know you're a good kid. You, you behave. You're, guess what? Daddy loves you. I know it hurts. But if you know that's not who you are, then people can cast aspersions all they want. And my friend, I'm not telling you anything new. I've had it happen to me all the time. I still have people say, oh, the perception of you. I don't really care what your perception of me. You don't know me. And that's a fact. Uh, not you personally, but the people yeah. who are. And, um, and I like the fact, you know, that... that that I can sit with kids and have these discussions. You know, I've had several discussions about things and I appreciate bringing up one side and I hope you appreciate the fact that I, I hear you. We may not agree on things, but when at the end of the day, when you walk out, I go, I'm not Anders, what an idiot. I appreciate the fact that you're speaking and being heard and I hope that you appreciate the fact that you are uh, getting that opportunity. And I respect you for it. I respect people who are willing to sit and talk with me and not, you know, cast aspersions behind my back. And if you do, I'm 54 years old, I don't care anymore. And I finally got to the point when I was 12 or 13 where, guess what? <laughs> I don't care because I'm not going to make you, if you don't like me, <laughs> I could cure cancer and you're still not going to like me. And unfortunately, we have adults who still feel that way here, especially here. Oh, so we will do what we want. The fact of the matter is I try to teach kids and I try to teach my daughter the same thing. Listen, I know it hurts and it, who doesn't want to be, you know, oh, everyone loves him. But the fact is, this world is getting... I don't know where these people get off thinking they have some... You know, they have the right to say these kinds of things just because of the freedom of speech, First Amendment right. That's not true. I don't know where they get off doing this. I don't... I really don't. I don't understand it. Um, Other than perhaps they have a lower image of themselves. Mm -hmm. And if they're going to feel that way about themselves, they might, might as well drag everybody down. It's not funny. It's not humorous. It's not... It's just... It's just nasty. So what, what kind of reprimand do you think the, the creators of these kinds of uh, accounts should face? Uh, well, if it's a school activity, um, I say suspend them. <laughs> I have no... or You know, I, it's just... To me, it's just... Uh, I would hope that the parents would get involved. And I know some parents, well, let kids... Kids are kids. Um, what I often find about that, too, is that these are some of the parents who, when something happens to their kid, all of a sudden turn around and say, well, what are you going to do about it? Um, if I caught Cozy doing that, 
uh, there wouldn't be a computer, there wouldn't be a telephone, there wouldn't be, that. there'd just be pieces of glass, shards of glass. And uh, I would do whatever's necessary to make sure she doesn't do it again. If that means taking away privilege, I don't care. I don't care if she hates me or, you know, I'm her father. I don't want you to do that to other people. I know she understands. I don't want it being done to her. Again, John Locke, I don't want it being done to her. And I certainly don't want her doing it to other people. Um, if it's outside of school, what are you going to, I mean, what do you do? Call the cops, call them. I mean, sit the kids down. I, I, I don't know what the, the, the question is, unless there's a way to block the accounts. Mm-hmm. There is a yeah. There is a function where Twitter users can go and block the accounts and stuff like and that. And I think that should be done. Yeah, I because, because I think media, you know, you, the use of the media requires personal responsibility. And if if someone can't handle that responsibility, if someone disagrees, you're going to start cussing someone out or calling someone names, or is taking these secret polls. Um, it just, to be honest with you, I don't know who has time for that. No offense, I just don't know who has time for that. Finally, we were able to get an interview with Catherine Cole, a VP here at BHS. She gave us a look into the process that the administration undergoes upon noticing these accounts, and their response may not be as effective as you think. So we're sitting here with uh, Catherine Cole, Vice Principal of uh, Benicia High School, and uh, we just wanted to take some time to talk to you about um, cyberbullying. So have you experienced, have you witnessed any um, bullying, whether it be physical or vocal harassment around the campus in your time? Have I personally witnessed? Yeah. No, I can't say I've personally witnessed. So, have you experienced any type of type or form of bullying in your in your life? Maybe when you were in school or? Absolutely. So, how did you go about uh, dealing with that kind of situation? When I was younger, mm-hmm. I don't think I had a specific strategy for dealing with it at the time. Mm-hmm. I see what it is now as an adult, what was going on, but at the time, I just thought that that was normal for kids to behave that way, I guess. So have you seen, have you actually seen the, the, the page with your, with your own eyes? No. I took some screenshots a while back when one of my friends was in the polls. So there's an example of one. There are many, many other polls like that. Yeah, yeah. This is similar to the... Yeah, I've seen these. So what is the administration's... Uh, what, what actions do they take when they, when they figure out something like this is going on? So when we figure out something like this is going on, all we really can do is kind of ask around. Um, see if anybody has any uh, ideas or inklings or knowledge of who may have started it and then we ask and do an investigation so is there anyone in the administration who personally looks for these accounts on maybe their own twitter or social media pages looks through them yeah we can look through them okay we can see them so what do you do when you when you find find the person responsible for creating one of these pages there's disciplinary action so what would that entail like detention or suspension um well, it depends. I mean, it, there, there's a variety of ways to handle it. It really depends, but it can result in suspension. So when you say it depends, what, what would be an, is a scenario where someone is making a hateful Twitter account and it does not end in suspension? That would be pretty rare. Pretty rare? Yeah. So I'm just wondering, when you say like it depends, what, what factors are you looking for to say, okay, this is really bad or this is not a problem? 
I would say there's a big difference between a Twitter poll that asks things that are similar to what you see in a yearbook. Mm-hmm. Senior best, oh. things like that. That's that's a poll in a sense. Mm-hmm. And if it if there's a Twitter poll that's got things that are more in fun and not hurtful, probably not a great idea. Is it a disciplinary action? It really depends on the content of what is being posted. Ah, so where where do you draw the line in terms of? There is no line when it comes to social media. Mm. It's very discretionary, which is why I can't give you straight answers about discipline. Because every situation with student discipline in every, not just social media, they're all very different. So some would argue that, like, you know, the creators of these pages are doing it on their own time and it's outside of school. Right. And they shouldn't be punished through the school system. Uh, so what do you what do you think about that? Do you think people who do things like this on their own time outside of school should be punished through the school system? Good question, and that does come up. So where we come into play is when you do something outside of school that can affect school culture or a student is uncomfortable, you've affected school. Mm. And so the ed code is set up where... Um, that can be a school disciplinary measure because you are doing something to affect a school climate. Hmm. Okay, that's interesting. I know, and it gets very hard to judge what's affecting your school climate. So, so when you, when you see a, a hateful Twitter page, you ask around the students to see who's seen it, and you see if anybody knows who the creator might be. Yeah. So how effective is that strategy? It's. Uh, we also, I should say, we also involve the adults on campus, the teachers, the campus supervisors, mm-hmm. people that are with kids. So it's not just asking kids, it's, um, you know, sometimes parents are even aware of it. That being said, it's probably less than 50% successful to ask around. Okay. So. We saw the first Twitter page, and the creator of that was caught and suspended. And then uh, there was the, the comeback, and there was this new one. And then uh, it was brought to your attention, and you get, sent out the, the message, and they shut it down. So what's to say it won't happen again and again and again? And again? Nothing is to say that. So when you, when you find the creator, and you, you sit down and you have a discussion with them, how does that discussion normally go? Um, the discussion goes like any other disciplinary discussion, whether it be a fight, whether it be smoking or doing something they're not supposed to. We just talk about, we talk about what happened, why it happened, long-term ramifications of doing things like that, how hurtful it can be. Um, we, we always try to explain that when it comes to the internet, it's a permanent stamp anything that you do is really kind of there forever in a way mm-hmm. because even if you delete an account people can take screenshots of it with your face with your name it can be there forever and somebody can find that someday if they really wanted to do a search on your internet or online behavior hmm. it's it'll always follow you it can always follow you so what what is say um so when someone gets caught for doing this, is, does it go on their record? 
Well, yeah, if there's a disciplinary... So yeah. what is the college's response, say, if the creator of one of these pages who had been caught and uh, disciplined applies to their college, what, what is the college's response? Do they take that into account, or do they just kind of push it aside and focus mainly on academics? I don't really know what colleges do with their information. They don't share what they do with us. They get their information, they take it. How it plays out, I'm not really privy to that. Okay. But could it affect your future somehow? Yes. Listen, you are my son. Now, originally, after the interview with Catherine Cole, I was going to show you an interview I had with Stephen Foy. He was the initial creator of the Mother account that spawned all the other ones, but unfortunately GarageBand hates me and it decided to delete the interview. I've looked all over and I just can't find it. So I asked him if he'd be up for a re-interview, but he never replied. Now I should also mention that the account that the teachers reacted to in this episode was not the account Steven made, but even the creator of that retired after the school sent out a phone call to all the parents. Guess they couldn't handle the scare. Now, my main point. If you really wanted to, I mean if you really wanted to, you could hop on your phone right now and create an anonymous account. It could be hateful or it could be helpful, it could be about a fandom you're in, or it could be devoted to reposting memes or whatever, but one thing remains consistent. After it's all done, after you've logged off and moved on with your life, after you've finished bringing people down or lifting people up, time will pass. And with time comes forgetfulness. People will forget. After a month, no one will care that the account ever made an appearance. The people you hurt will move on and the people who witnessed it won't even bring it up with their friends. So if you're really willing to do something that has the potential to make a mark on your record and get you suspended, then you may want to get your priorities straight. Because after your victim scrolls through Twitter and sees your post, they will scroll a little further and see their numerous loving friends and supporters that are willing to back them up and defend them against hate. I'd like to give a quick thanks to Catherine Cole, uh, Mr. Calderon, and Ms. Hopper, and Mr. Rounds for letting us interview them during lunch without any preparation at all. They, they handled it real well, and it was, it, was, it was great content, so thank you. I'd also like to give thanks to all the students who let us run around at lunch and shove a microphone in their face and ask them some questions. This episode was co-produced by myself, Anders Knustad, and Evan Jennings. Thank you for uh, stopping by, and we hope to see you next time. Next time on the Everything series. Rapper Kendrick Lamar raised some eyebrows last night. Don't listen to it uh, very much. I don't understand why a lot of people enjoy it. Uh. This is why I say that hip-hop has done more damage to young African-Americans than racism in recent years.
I wanna keep you here.